Hey, <clears throat> so welcome to Adventures Among Ideas, where I talk informally about things I'm currently reading about or thinking about, topics I'm working on. So today I want to just talk for a few minutes about um, uh, John Locke on the topic of other minds. I was reading recently um, Anita Avramides' book called Other Minds, which is from 20 years ago. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, Avramides, something like that. Sorry if I'm butchering the name. But it's a really interesting, uh, useful book for looking at the history of philosophy of mind, uh, looking at how people have dealt with the question of other minds going back to fairly ancient times, Augustine um, on forward to people like Descartes and Locke and Wittgenstein. And I was interested particularly in Locke recently for something I'm uh, working on about the history of empiricism, looking about how empiricists have dealt with the issue of other minds, because what I work on is uh, pragmatism and uh, behaviorism, and these have certain roots in empiricism. So I was interested in what uh, someone like John Locke would have to say about the question of other minds. And so, yeah, I'll try to say a little bit about that, work through some of my thoughts. Uh, so John Locke was an empiricist. He thought all our, our knowledge basically came from two places. From um, So knowledge is based on ideas. So when he talks about knowledge, he's talking about ideas. And these come from our ideas, our ideas about the world come from sensation for Locke and from reflection. So sensation is like what we perceive in the world, what we get through our uh, sensory apparatuses, our senses, our bodily senses. And then reflection is what we do with our minds. So we reflect on the processes of our mind, on the ideas in our minds, and this gives us more ideas. So we've got sensation and reflection giving us knowledge. He also contrasts knowledge and opinion. So knowledge is something that we are more certain about um, based on uh, sensation and reflection. So this is fairly certain knowledge. But then we can have opinion, which I'm not sure I quite understand yet in, in Locke's thinking. And that's more like guessing, conjecturing about how things maybe are that we can't necessarily directly perceive or sense. So I guess maybe that's a bit about what opinion is. It goes beyond what is available to us just in the perceptual situation, the perceptual present. So yeah, the question of other minds, obviously, uh, for Locke anyway. So Locke inherits the Cartesian dualism of body and mind. So he understands bodies as things that we can sense, right? We can have perceptions of people's bodies, of material bodies. And um, so we, it would seem that we can have knowledge, pretty certain knowledge that there are other bodies out there because they're material things. Uh, minds is another question, though. It doesn't seem that we can uh, sense minds in the same way. So we can reflect on our own mind. So we have some kind of knowledge of our own mind, it would seem. But we don't have knowledge of 
but it doesn't seem that we would have knowledge of other minds. And again, remember Locke makes this distinction between knowledge and opinion. So we have knowledge of other bodies, we have knowledge of our own mind, but it seems we can't have knowledge of other minds. Other minds, I think he says, or maybe Av Avramides says this, that other minds are invisible to us, at least from a Lockean perspective. So how do we get to, how do we, what do we know about other minds? Well, this would seem to be about opinion. It's like a guess, a conjecture that we have about, um, about other people, that they also have minds. And this is something Locke says about, uh, where he doesn't uh, directly address the issue of other minds very much, apparently, just in a few places in his uh, essay concerning understanding, which I have over on the shelf there, but I've only read parts of it. <laughs> I should read, I should sit down and read the whole thing someday. But this is what he says, one of the things he says concerning other, other minds. He says that there are minds and thinking beings in other men as well as himself. Every man has reason from their words and actions to be satisfied. So we know from other people's words and actions, or we don't know, but we have reason to be fairly confident um, from other people's words and actions that they have minds. And Locke also distinguishes various levels of confidence we can have in um, our knowledge and perhaps in our opinions. And so this would not be at the top, of course. This would be somewhere farther down. Um, but so we know from uh, other people's words and actions that, are we, again, not know. I mean, you keep using the word know, but Locke would, uh, this would not be really knowledge for Locke. But we have the uh, guess, the conjecture from people's words and actions that um, they have minds. And this is interesting for a couple of reasons. It gets at the argument from analogy that, um, I don't know if Locke, I don't, uh, Avramides writes a lot of, in her book about the argument from analogy, which is that I know that when I do things, I have certain experiences, perceptions, thoughts, whatever, right? When I act in a certain way, I have certain thoughts, perhaps, or certain perceptions of the world. So therefore, when I see other people act, I can assume that they have these similar experiences is the argument from analogy. And I don't know that Locke directly gives an argument analogy, but it seems to be implied in what I just read in that quote from Locke. So I know that my words, for example, come out of my thoughts in kind of a Lockean perspective. My words uh, give embodiment to my thoughts. So therefore, when other people speak I can have a pretty good reason to assume that they also have thoughts and their words are kind of embodying their thoughts. So those are the main points I wanted to uh, mention about that. Yeah, really, it's a really interesting book. I'm uh, reading through some other parts of it as well. But yeah, I was just interested in uh, John Locke recently for something I'm, I'm writing about and... So thought I'd talk a little bit about that. But that's all I wanted to say for today. All right. See you next time.